My name is Thomas J. Bepko, and I've been in the mortgage and real estate industry for over 17 years. I've hit rock bottom and been able to come back with a vengeance through gratitude, consistency, and resilience. Through the same principles, I've been able to grow my teams, scale my businesses, and mentor others to do the same. It's going to be about Thomas Bepko's story, about my story, certain things that drive people, and, and I believe that there's a rare breed out there, and some of them don't even know that they have. 16th year in the business, I started taking social media seriously. Immediately, I saw the results. You have to help people. You have to do the right thing a day at a time. Through my experience, I can help a lot of people. A lot of people can relate to the things that I've been through. We want to take you and push you to that limit to get you to where you want to be. And all I knew how to do was work. I knew I work hard. I just didn't stop no matter what life threw at me. He's a former drill instructor. He's the healthiest guy I know. He's the most in shape person. He runs fucking ultra marathons. I don't even know what an ultra is. That's a hundred miles, right? He's a very good friend of mine, right? I've leaned on him for a lot of things, especially when it comes to staying healthy and staying fit and being a better person. And I also got sober with this guy and we've also helped a lot of people. Yeah. Right. We, we like to, he likes to help people just like I like to help people. And today the value, the reason why you're here is I want your message to help somebody who's wants to get into health and wellness or who wants to stay consistent because world's world's a weird place right now. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, like you're like me, like we accept it, we motivate ourselves, and we fucking move on yeah. and we drive on. Right. And we, I, for you, you have that impact on your, on your client, on your clients as a coach, right. As a friend you'd have with me, right. Like, look, I've been in your fucking office or your gym, I call your yeah. office, but I've been I in like your gym. The office. I've been in the office, the office many times, miserable yeah. at fucking zero dark 30 and, or zero 600. And I'm like, you've ta- talked me off a ledge many yeah. times and I, and I love you. Love you so, too, man. Want to add anything to the list of we love Chuck? Where can they find you? So what's your Instagram, Facebook? Uh, you can find, find me on Instagram. It's just, at, it's, what is it? What is it? Uncom- at Uncommonly Driven. Yeah. That's IG. the handle. At Uncommonly at Driven. Unco- and you know, I got, I got to get my social media more up there. I do. I'm like, I'm not big on the so- social media thing, but I know I need to do more of it. So I, well, I can I help you do. with that. Yeah. Right? You definitely need to. I will definitely help you. It's too busy working out and like yelling at clients all the time. You know, <laughs> And motivating and guiding, you know, so my clients. So. If for someone listening now, whether they're in their car, they're on their couch or at the gym, like if someone wants to get their ass to the gym or wants to change their life towards the health and wellness mm-hmm. way, because it is a lifestyle. It is. It's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. For me, I, I owe it all to sobriety. If I wasn't sober, I wouldn't be sitting here right now yeah. and I wouldn't be able to have my family and be able to have a podcast and be able to have a healthy, healthy lifestyle, right? So for me, it started with sobriety. Yeah. And I, I mean, I know you have that story as well. Um, but for somebody struggling that doesn't have to get sober, what do you tell them? <laughs> you know what it is? It's uh, I remember a long time ago, I always wanted to start working out when I was in high school. And I'll never forget it. And I always said, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start tomorrow, or someday, or down the line. When I do, you know, you got to commit. And you don't have to commit to anything else. But so, you know, everybody knows somebody who works out. Absolutely. Everybody knows somebody who works out. So what I recommend is find a friend and see what they're doing, right? Uh, commit with a friend, you know, and get with buddy a friend. System. Yeah, get with a buddy, you know, and start doing it with them. And hey, if you got no friends... Because some people don't. Some people don't like people, you know. Um, my recommendation is get a get a get a coach, get a personal trainer, a fitness coach. You have to invest because here's the deal: I, if you don't know what you're doing, 
You're just going to go in there. Exactly. How are you going to see results? Get out and move. All right. So look. Get a personal trainer and listen to them. (laughs) Stay committed to something, Chuck. Do something consistent in your life. Be consistent in your life. If you walk around the block every morning, walk around the block every morning. Yeah. Right. I met, you know, there's one of these big influencers that says that her and her husband walk every morning, but that's when they do like their scheduling. Yeah. They spend time together and they go on their walk together and they talk about like, there's no extra time, which is super, super like, once you become consistent, it, what the fuck is the word? Uh, efficient. Like you you become more efficient. Yeah. Right? You can, well, if you're, you know, it's definitely, you become, become, you become disciplined. Once you become consistent, you're on your way to being disciplined. You're on your way to being uncommonly driven. That's what it is. It's like being uncommonly driven is just a natural – do I wake up and I I do what I do? So it's just like, you know, do I need to do that in other aspects of my life? Yes, you know. So let's talk about that. What is uncommonly driven? Uncommonly driven. It's it's discipline. It's like I wake up and I do this no matter what. No matter what. It's like – Hell or high water. No matter what, you know. That, well, That's it, no matter what. So for me, right, the same thing, no matter yeah. what. You're a creature of habit. So I have a good habit of doing this. Like I'm uncommonly driven to freaking get my workout. I usually get up at 2.45, depending on what time 2.45 in the morning. I don't wake up happy, man. I don't want to be up at 2.45. I can't But you're uncommonly I, driven. Yeah, but I'm uncommonly oh, driven. Oh, <laughs> you see that? Look at that. I love that. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if you've ever explained, you've explained it to I, me. I, but- I fucking hate mornings. I hate mornings. Well, that put early yourself, mornings, and you put yourself in an uncomfortable yeah. position. So I'm I'm already uncomfortable. I don't want to be up. I'm dragging butt. So what I do is go to the kitchen, get the coffee pot going, I make my gratitude list, and you know I try to you know I I, I write it out, and I'm don't forget I'm still not grateful. I write it out, and I, I take a little picture, and then I feed the dogs, bring them outside, and then uh, right to I have my out? cup of coffee, and I hit I hit my planks. Right, okay, so I'm still, I'm still, many, still miserable, still miserable. But so usually by around three thirty, depending on what time I get up, because um, I usually hit anywhere from ten to thirty minutes worth of planks. Ten just to front, thirty left, minutes right. of planks yep. a day. Front, front, left, right, and just rotate through one minute a piece. I do these with you, and they fucking suck. Yeah, so, so you do those every piece, morning. A little core strengthening. I I love doing it. Um, I do that before I even hit like a run or a workout. And I go down to my gym. I got a little studio in my house. Okay. And it's it will either consist of an hour hit workout or an hour of cardio, which is mostly running since I'm an ultra runner. So like example, today I got to sleep until 315. Didn't have to be at work until six. Did Who's that your first time? You. I only did 10 minutes worth of planks, went downstairs and I hit an eight mile run. I actually didn't push myself. I when at a slower pace, eight miles an hour. It's usually my warm-up pace, but I just did that the whole time. This and morning. what time are you done with that? Uh, I got done around, since I started 3.15, I got done around 4.45. Okay. I'm not even up yet. Yeah. So I got done around 4.45. <laughs> That's where my morning begins. Now okay. I'm happy. So 2.30 to 5 is yep. like the force time. The workout has to happen. It's uncommonly driven time. The workout, has, it's, it's my time. That's my, dude, I get, you are not stopping me from my morning workout. <laughs> dude, so like, I don't know if I want to stop. Sometimes we went, you and me went try. out to eat a few, yeah. few months ago. I was so pissed. I love you. Yeah. But I don't want to go out on a weeknight. I want to wake know. up. I want to get know. some good sleep. I want to get a good workout in the morning first thing. That's my time. 
So my wife's like, oh my God, like, yeah. She doesn't, I mean, she understands, but she doesn't get it. Well, I don't get you know, in the way of my wife's it. my time. I don't want I don't want my time messed with, and that's my time. Even though I'm most miserable till the workout's done. That's interesting. It's, so I didn't I didn't know you hate. You know what so happens much. during your workout? No, let's or during my workout is a lot of talk. A lot of talk in my head. Right? So I'm like miserable. Oh, this sucks. I should get off the treadmill. I should do this. I should do that. So it's just like and, or I should, you know, I'm I'm battling myself in my head my whole workout. Doesn't matter. I've been doing this. I've been work. I have not missed a workout probably in twenty years. I'm not lying. Come on, I'm not lying to you. Well, so you are the most fit, most so in shape I, I, person. I haven't I missed know. a workout so in probably twenty sense. years. I'm not lying to you. I've done something every single day. Has it been an hour and a half workout, two hour workout? No, I probably had a fifteen minute workout in there somewhere. But I haven't missed a workout in a very, in probably about twenty years. So. Like there's a little battle. Shit, I, I try I to get in this little battle in my head. I need some sort of intensity. So it's like where I got to convince myself to keep going and keep pushing through. And today I was tired. I stayed up late last night. My wife worked at a restaurant and I waited for her to get home because I'm not comfortable to my of everybody's course. in the house. Yeah, of course. And so I stayed up late. I stayed up till probably she got in around 10, 15. I probably got to bed around 10, 30, 10, 45. And I got up at 3, 15. That's, so, you know. I'm definitely dragging butt in the morning. I don't want to get up. So, but by the end of the, by the end of that workout, I was happy because you know what? I convinced myself to finish my eight miles on my treadmill. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's like there's two personalities going on. There's the weak little bitch Chuck, and there's the uncommonly driven Chuck. You know, and I listened to him instead of the other guy. So for somebody who's struggling, like myself, like yeah. I look, I get up. Between 5.30 and 6. Usually in the winters, I'm not going to lie, right? Well, Friday night, it's, really, it's a lot harder for me in the winter. Like the sun's not up as early. It's all cold. But I still get up. I would like to force myself because I was up really early this morning. Yeah. I'm dragging ass. I was probably up between four. Gosh, you know how much I slept last night. But like I was up making coffee before five. Mm-hmm. Lila was already at the gym. That's really early for me. So for someone like me, how do I force myself? Every day to get up. How would you tell somebody listening who wants to get up, wants to get motivated, needs the fucking drive, needs the one extra fucking go do one more mentality? What do you tell them? Well, the thing is, you don't want to break a promise to yourself because then you're going to, you're eventually you keep breaking promises to yourself. You start to develop a low self-esteem and you're not confident. And so I go, you want yourself. resentment towards yourself. Um, I do. That you want to love you. I do too. You want to love yourself more, keep a promise to yourself and get consistent at it and, and do that. Love yourself more, make the promise to yourself, yep. just fucking do it yep. and stay consistent. It's tough. So, you know what? Don't give in to these bullshit excuses. There's everything that brings you down. So if you want something and you like have a plan to get there, any excuse that anything that comes in your way to, to not getting there, I have a headache, I'm cold, I... I twisted my ankle. <laughs> I'm in a cast, dude. See, you don't have that. I was at your house the day after your surgery. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like anything that gets in the way. And that's not just for fitness. That's for every aspect of our lives. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I have those in other aspects of my life and I'm working on it, you know, and I'm starting to discover that a lot more is that anything that deters us from what we want, like so that's good for us. It's, it's, it's an excuse. Jeez. 
okay. excuse, distraction, whatever you want to call it. it whatever. It, it's not a justification. Justification is another word for bullshit excuse. It's just a fancy way of saying excuse. You know, so it's just like yeah. When you're trying to justify the reason why I don't want to get up at four forty-five, yeah, well, I was dude, up till this. I time. made the promise to myself. I told myself I was going to be up at four forty-five. I don't want to let me down. Yeah. You know, I get, get the fuck up. I get them all, as a personal <laughs> trainer, wake up. But I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta be a better. I have to be a better mentor and a better coach mm-hmm. to my clients because yeah, I, you know what I. I want to, I'm, I've been too much of a people pleaser. I'm admitting this right now. And I'm like, I have to stop doing this. I'm not like, I'm not helping this person by saying, oh, okay. Like I need to be like, listen, it, like, listen, you're, you're making excuses. Like, that's it. Like your neck hurts. You can't come to the gym. I can modify for you. I could hit you up with a massage gun. Like get your what ass you, What gym. you've done for me. Yes. Uh, you were. So after my, the day after my ACL surgery, I was fucking miserable. Right. Yeah. And I remember my wife was take the painkillers. I'm like, dude, it's not even like that. I'm sober. I just didn't want to not move. And I understand a lot. You've always told me just get up and fucking move. You were at my house with a bag the day after my surgery, getting my ass up. And I love you for that. Yeah. Right. And for the listeners, like. You're a good person, right? I know you well, like our backstory. Yeah. Right? We grew up together. We both grew up in Fairfield. We're both veterans. You went core. I went army. We fucking got sober together, yep. right? We're here together. We broke bread. We've cried together. We've laughed yep. together. I fucking have made the commitment to myself and the commitment to you to stay consistent in my health and wellness. Yeah. And like you've helped me get in the best shape of my life, right? You've helped me. Choose the right foods, make the right decisions. Yeah. You've helped me. I mean, you've helped me fucking not drink. Yeah. You know, like you, you, you basically saved my life and, and I love you. It goes both ways, man. I love you. You helped me out when I, when I was struggling, I couldn't stop drinking, showing up to my house, try, trying to sober me up, yeah, but it wasn't my time. Wasn't my time. But we you know, look, bro. And for people. We could do. We could talk about this. Could be a whole another episode. Well, I mean, I mean, how much helping we, people get sober? How but, much do we do we learn from getting sober? Now, all this justification stuff I say and stuff like that—that's all the same crap that goes with drinking. With not drinking, it's, it's like, oh, it's a beautiful day. I'll drink. That's how it was. Oh, it's a, it's. I, my wife cheated on me. My wife has never done that. But you know, like people have all these these excuses to go out and drink. How about you? You, I, I use the same stuff with able to get my workout in. There's no excuse not to get my workout in. There's not. And look, life to, life life happens, right? We cannot can we I learned this early in sobriety, just like you did. Like yep. we both had to change our lives and do a complete 180. Mm-hmm. And I just think it was a 360. It's not 360, you got to do a 180 because you got to turn and go the other way. Yeah. And you have to change. It is a mindset. It's a lifestyle, right? A lot of guys we got sober with, some of them are dead. Yep. Some of them are here. God willing, you and I are grateful to not grateful for their misfortunes, but we are here together, able to shoot second fucking season of the yep. podcast. We're able to be friends, get dinner with our wives, right? And I owe a lot of that to putting down the fucking booze, yep. right? Just like I'm sure you come from the same. Thing, <laughs> I owe it all to right? that. And you know when it when we got clean, it was very hard for me, and I'm sure for you, to to accept the things I cannot change. Yep, the courage to change the things I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. You remember that prayer? Oh, yeah. If you're fucking feeling sorry for yourself, say it 180 times. And if you're still thinking yeah. about yourself, say it again. I say it a billion times. Even when I couldn't get so I was saying it. You know, I it, it that's the best prayer on earth. I say it every morning my mother because, you know, um, 
I so visit, we're talking I visit about my mother the, every morning at 5 a.m. I visit my mother in a nursing home. So before I even train my first client, go do the family thing. I go and see my mother in a nursing home. So before I even see my 5:30 client, I go and see her, and I we say that prayer together because she had a stroke and she can't do anything but repeat things to me. So we say that prayer together because she's in a situation right now where it's brutal acceptance. She's laid up in her bed and she can't move. And so we, I go in there and we repeat that prayer together every morning together. Fucking cool. Before I go and train my first clients, that's sorry, a huge part of my morning too. I'm yeah. sorry she's not, you know, able to do much, but yeah. Um, like that acceptance piece is, dude, it's, I mean, it's, that's life. Well, acceptance will set you free. Yeah. Listen, accepting things, accepting the truth, accepting the way things are, is, it's very uncomfortable. What's, but what's more uncomfortable, what's even worse is not accepting it. Try hanging on to your pride, hanging on to control. You can't do anything trying to control the world that's around you. But if you could control this, if you could control this and you could control your actions, you know, it's like, all right, I'm trying to go down. I'm trying to, all right. There's a mountain, right? There's a, I'm running a straight line and there's a mountain in the way, right? Now I got two options. I can either run around that mountain or I can run up that mountain. Now, but I want to get from point A to point B fast. I'm not trying to get a workout and I just want to get from point A to point B fast. What should I do? Should I go around the mountain or should I go up it? Shortest you know? distance from A to B is straight. Yeah, but right now I want actually want to take the smarter decision. I want to go around it. <laughs> so... You know, because I want to get there faster. At the end of the day, bro, it comes down to discipline, right? You know, discipline for me starts with what, Chuck? Well, discipline starts with consistency. Amen. You can't, like, listen, discipline doesn't happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day, all right? No, it was Consistently not. trying, trying, trying till you're doing, and then the discipline comes. doesn't happen overnight. Starts with consistency. Starts with consistency. And that's recognizing things at the end of the day. Like, listen, we all have excuses. All this stuff pops up. Maybe journal at the end of the day. What were my excuses today? What, you know, things like that. What were my excuses today? You know? Getting honest with ourselves. Write down the excuses you made yourself for not showing up today. I'm fucking doing it. For not showing up. For not doing this. For not doing that. Like, there's always something. But... You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. What could I have done better today? You know, things like that. What's that 1% rule? Make, make a promise to yourself to be 1% better every single day. One more time. Just do one more. Do one more. 360%. How many days are in the year? 365. 365% better a year. You know, that's a lot. We dropped some bombs today, bro. We fucking. Yeah. I, dude, look. You know I love you. I am grateful for your friendship, your coaching, you just being around you, bro, your positivity. You know, help me many times. You still help me daily. And hopefully we help somebody today who's strong with food, yeah. alcohol, health, wellness, mindset, fucking whatever it is. Yeah. Uncommonly driven on Instagram. Chuck Roach, my good I got friend. an email, uncommonly driven at gmail.com. Working on the website. He's working on it. Working on the website. I do have a TikTok, but I haven't posted on it in a while. I don't know what it's called. I got a YouTube also. I posted there once. Chop work on it. R-O-C-H-E. <laughs> Uncommonly driven. Thanks for coming, bro. Love you. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro.